It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon. It's Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. I'm going to get to your calls. We're going to talk uh, love and relationships, but I want to open the show with this uh, personal little advice. So I like the color blue. I dress in blue. Blue jeans, blue sweaters, uh, navy blue t-shirt, blue cap. And it helps me, brings back that joy of life, la joie de vivre. So I don't know what you like to wear, but wear it. Because anything that can help us go through this madness of pandemic, we got to use it. And colors can help our day being better if we wear them or if we look at them. So that's my advice. Wear the colors you love and enjoy. Anything to improve your day is a good thing. Now, back to your new questions, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Andrea. Bonjour, Simon. What's going on with your boss? What's going on at work? How can I help? Well, I've been seeing my boss. Just so you know, neither one of us is married or involved with anybody, just two people that connected. Mm -hmm. And there was a Zoom meeting where we had to kind of talk to everybody about pay cuts, some people being furloughed, and I happened to be at my boss's house, but in a separate room for the Zoom meeting, and I guess one of his colleagues recognized the kitchen table that I was sitting at. He was fired, and he started telling everybody about my relationship with my boss, and I'm I having see. a hard time with going back to work, because we're not going to be working remotely next week, and it's like they're just assuming because I slept with my boss. But that's why I have my job. Okay. Obviously, you can't undone what's been done. I mean, you were on that Zoom meeting at his house. This guy was a jerk. Spread the words. It is what it is. You got two choices. A, you own it, meaning if somebody asks you, you and your boss have to say, you know, uh, it's a private matter. We're not going to answer. But that means it is. Just, you just follow legal things, whatever your company's policy is saying. So no comment. You own it. Okay. And you don't give a damn what they think. Option number two, you deny it, but I feel you will be weaker denying it than just say, nobody's business. Don't bring it up. They bring it up say, oh, it's nobody's business. And just do your job and not worry about what people think because life is too short. If you have a good job and if you have a good partner, you know, if the universe has put the two together, good for you. And really what other people think, I really want you to think about, do I own it? And I'm proud of it, or you feel more comfortable hiding it and pretending it never happened. Which one you feel your intuition is leading you to? Well, he really wants me to own it, talk to HR, put it out there, and then it's no one's business after that. But I think I'm having anxiety about the backlash and the looks. Like I feel like it's like being in high school and everybody's judging me. Yeah, right. But so I mean, um, what would you say your own daughter? Let's say. Your daughter, you are the mother of yourself. What would you tell your daughter before she goes back to work in person? Same situation. Uh, I would tell her to walk in with her head up and own it. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> when you don't know what to do, ask yourself what you would say to your own son or your own daughter as a parent, and you'll give the right advice. So walk proudly. There is nothing wrong, nothing shameful in having you know, a relationship with somebody you work with. In my book, love is love. It doesn't matter who it is, as long as it's two consenting adults, obviously. Thanks, Simon. I feel so much better now. 
All right, Andrea. Good luck to you. Be strong and, and any question, call me back, all right? Okay, thanks, Simon. Have you ever been in my um, last caller, Andrea's shoes where, you know, she's dating her boss, she's embarrassed about it. Have you ever been embarrassed by somebody you dated? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever been embarrassed by somebody you either are dating now or you've been dating in the past? Because of look, because of social status, because of race, because of religion, because of uh, work, like my last Colandra, who's dating her boss and somebody found out and made a mess about it. Uh, have you ever felt like that? Even if you've never said it, felt embarrassed because the rest of your world didn't accept who you were in love with, right? And, and I think, you know, of course, there's the example of work, uh, but my philosophy on this is, 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 is one that is a bit different maybe than the traditional one. Because in life, really, when there is consenting adults, no one should look down on the couple, including the age difference. Let me share my exact philosophy on why we should never be embarrassed by people we have dated or we are dating. Next. To the question of have you ever been embarrassed by somebody you dated because of age difference, race, religion, because of uh, it's a work situation, because social you know, status are different, and so on big differences or at work because of what you know my last caller said you know it's like people look bad at this here's my my credo my philosophy my belief own it own who you love two consenting adults can love who they want to love no one should look down including the big age difference including different race including anything you want to call different including dating somebody at work if your company says it's legal you know i guess it's legal. If it's not, then you have to decide either leave the company or stay. But here's the thing. Loving somebody is a beautiful thing. You should not hide who you love. No one should interfere. That's really strong in my belief. And let's see if it is for you too. I'll put a poll on my social media at Rondi Radio. Calls are next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Hannah. Bonjour, Simon. What's going on with your boyfriend? How can I help? I'm just trying to figure out how to avoid getting in these little dumb arguments and fights that we get into. Sometimes we're having a perfectly good day, and we just start arguing over something stupid, and he says, oh, you just want me to agree with you. And I said, it's not necessarily that, but if there's any part of what I'm saying that you can validate, then say that first instead of being so contrarian. But I, I know it's a stressful time for everyone. I just feel like we're arguing over stupid things, and I want to know what I can do to try to avoid that. I see. What is the recurrent theme of those tiny fights? There's one or two recurrent theme that seems to coming back over and over? He says that I'm trying to control everything and that I don't listen to him. That is what he says. And what do you say to him? Well, I don't think that that's the gist of it. And I think that he doesn't listen either when we're fighting. He just keeps, you know, repeating the same thing. And then I don't want to listen either. So then nobody's listening. I see. Nobody's listening, and you guys are fed up. Yeah, and we're, we're very yeah. close, and most of the time we're fine, but then we get in these stupid arguments, and it's so disappointing because then it ruins our evening together, and it's hard. So how about to the old rule of relationship, don't answer an aggression by an aggression, meaning don't answer an argument by another argument. You know, So next time there is the don't listen, just stop. Say, you know what, tonight, no argument. You just stop and you talk about it the next day. You break the timing 
and the pattern of when it starts, if he says something you like to hear, instead of answering back, you take the house and they say, not tonight, so now we're going to have a good night. Oh, but I, I think you're controlling. No, 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 no. Let's not do that tonight. I'm not going to answer you. Tonight, we're going to do something different. But then going what to bed angry watch? is bad too, you know? Well, if you have a choice, do you prefer to have the argument when it's cooled down and you're at peace the next day? Or do you prefer to, to do it when, you know, it's like hot and, and you guys are wired? I'd have to cut it off and try to be more peaceful, like you said. I think so. Yeah, I think that's what I've learned in my own relationships is that, you know, on the heat of the moment, nothing good comes out. We yell, we don't listen, and then yeah. we still go to bed upset. So what's the point? Mm -hmm. So yeah. I'd rather, since it's not a big deal, I suggest that we just stop the timing, stop the, the vibe, and, and just decide not to talk to each other, watch a good movie. Yeah, that's true. I'll, I'll try that. I'll try to retreat a little more instead of putting fuel on the fire. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> don't answer. You. So no, and you left it. No, not tonight. Yeah. All right. So that's my advice. Easy breezy, okay? Thank you, Simon. Anna, thank you for calling. Thank you. Coming up, I am going to go answer Dina's question about emotional affair. She left me a voicemail, and that's next. If you have a question for me, just leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255, and I'll answer your voicemail, just like for Dana's. Take a listen. Hi, Simon. Bonjour. Um, love your show. Listen to it every night. Uh, my name is Dana, and I would just like to know what your definition is of an emotional affair. Thank you so much, and um, love your show. Dana, thank you so much for listening to my show and for your question, what is an emotional affair? I'll answer that next. So Dina has asked me that very simple question, but important question, what is an emotional affair? So an emotional affair is when you start growing deep feelings, a deep connection uh, with somebody that you're not in any way intimate with. There's no touching, there's no kissing, obviously there's no ooh-la-la-ing, there is no, nothing like that. But in your heart, uh, you can't stop thinking about the person. And you find yourself even comparing that person maybe to your partner. Uh, you spend more time together, could be at work and all this. Uh, you find yourself sharing intimate details with that new person. Uh, you dress up before you see the person, but you're not having any touch, any kiss, any smoochy-doochy, nothing. So you develop the feelings of falling in love with somebody that is not your significant other, and you just retreat behind the fact that you never have anything physically romantic with them. That's the definition of an emotional affair. 100% emotion, 0% physical. I hope that helps. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Hélène. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So you're dating an essential worker, which is great, but you are worried. Tell me what's going on. Yes, I, I am. Uh, so he, it's amazing that he's out there every day doing the best he can for people that need help. You know, essential workers are definitely the heroes of today in these, like, odd times. Yes. However, mm -hmm. um, the other side to this is that I am getting a little worried being around him. Um, he's being exposed to COVID almost every single day, and, you know, I love him so much, and I'm so proud of what he does, but I, I, I don't know. I'm feeling kind of anxious around him. 
Okay, yeah. Um, so let's reverse the situation. Let's say you were the nurse or whatever he does. How would you feel if your partner would um, not be there for you when you are there for everybody else? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I would be, I would be really upset. I would, uh, that would hurt. That would really hurt. Yes, I mean, I, I think that we are kind of like right now, and I understand the worry, you know, um, I, I, 100%. The thing is, you know, you love him, you're there for him, rain or shine, good times and bad times. That guy, you know, is doing for us as an essential worker so much good that I can only advise you to do this. Talk about it, the fear, so to make sure he takes all the precautions. Don't hesitate to ask him about it. But uh, unless something is wrong in the relationship besides that, I would stand by him 100% proudly and just... You know, make sure that you know he he takes the precautions. But I mean, it's it's in those hard times when it's like storming and raining or snowing that you need your partner. So my advice to you is really, I mean, follow your intuition. Uh, but you know, you know somebody loves you when it's hard times, not the easy times. So you decide then what to do best. Okay. Wow, well, you're right. You're so right. Thank you, Simon. Just a thought. Just a thought. You're right. So. All right, Ellen, so you know what to do. Good luck, be strong. Don't hesitate to talk about it with him. No unspoken and stand by your man. Thank you, yes. I will stand by my man. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, proudly, proudly, proudly. Thank you and have a good night. Thank you too, Simon. Coming up, I am going to go answer Alia's Facebook message question about her and her boyfriend. That's next. So I got an interesting Facebook message question at the Rendezvous show from Alia, who says, Bonjour Simon, whenever my boyfriend and I have ooh la la, he never makes eye contact with me. So is this a bad sign for our intimacy and what should I do about it? Alia, thanks for the Facebook message question. Indeed, um, if every time you have ooh la la with your partner, you guys never have eye contact, is that a bad sign for your intimacy and what should you do about it? I'll tell you that next. Stay with me. What would you do if uh, your partner and you, every time you have the ooh-la-la, you guys never make eye contact? Because in the case of Alia's Facebook message, she, she said that he never makes eye contact with her. And she then asked me, is this a bad sign for our intimacy and what should I do? I don't think it's a good sign or a bad sign. It's whatever you feel like. Um, there's no rule about eyes open, eyes closed. It's whatever you feel like. Maybe shy. Maybe he is insecure, maybe he is just in the moment. Obviously, it doesn't make you feel so good, so just say, look at me, see what happens. No unspoken. I don't think it's a bad sign for your intimacy. I think what you should do is really talk about it in the moment, not like afterwards. Just doing the moment, say, look at me, grab him, you know. That's what I would do. Uh, I want to see your eyes. <laughs> Something, you know, passionate. All right, that's my answer. You call that next. If you feel like sharing a romantic chapter of your life with me on the show, call me now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Nelly. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Nelly. I should say congratulations. I know you're pregnant and your husband is very romantic. Tell me why. What's going on? Well, I'm about 36 weeks pregnant. And as many uh -huh. women know, you can't reach your feet when you're that pregnant. <laughs> my husband's been helping me put my socks on and my shoes on. My feet have really been bothering me, and I'm afraid to go to a nail salon because of COVID right now. So 
right. He went online and he started doing all this research on how to give a pedicure. And the other night, he gave me the most wonderful foot rub and pedicure that I've ever had in my entire life. Wow. Now, how did that make you feel? It made me feel like a princess. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's a great story, and thank you for sharing, because you know, it's, it's not something expensive. It's not like grand gesture, but it's maybe the grandiest romantic gesture a man can do to his pregnant wife. Absolutely. So that's going to inspire, I hope, men listening of your story, Nelly, and, and we'll do the same for their, for their pregnant wives uh, now <laughs> or in the future. So thank you so much for sharing that inspirational, very romantic, very romantic story. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Nelly, and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. So this is a question that came from a conversation I had with a caller, and you've got to be honest. Have you ever started a fight with your partner just to keep things exciting? A little drama. Let's talk about that next. So be honest, please. Have you ever started a fight with your partner just to keep things exciting, just to add a little spice, just to add a little drama because you were bored, because you wanted some stimulation mentally, because, you know, the yes, yes, honey, I love you, sweet pie, honey pie, because of, you know, all the positive. After a while, you just got bored and said, I want a good old fight. I want to argue, right? So I posted that on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio, 69% of you said, no, I have not. But listen, 31% of you said, yes, I have started a fight with my partner just to keep things exciting. Whatever works, I guess. I'm not that kind. I like peace and easy breezy. But I respect everybody's rules are different. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.